0: Hey Jake, I like video games. Well, hey Tony, I like video games too. Well, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Hey, I Like That Game. Hey, I like that game. It's those video games. I play them all night
1: and then I am awake. <laughs>
0: where did that come from uh
1: dre had been singing it i think it's a tiktok trend now and uh celine doc is just completely diffused through drea
0: yeah so so celine dion is is hot with the kids these days i think so it's like (laughs) i've been on tiktok before
1: a few times i've never had it for long um because it's not my thing but it seems like yeah like every single day maybe like two or three times a day they switch what the in song is. It's um, It's a whole thing. It's unceasing. TikTok is its own thing. It's uh, it's truly the first time in my life where I've been like, I don't get... I don't get what the don't kids get are it. into these days.
0: <laughs> but you did pick a good song for the episode here, all coming back to me, because <laughs> both of us kind of felt like the game that we're going to be talking about for this episode really kind of was nestled deep within our brains. Way, way in the lizard part of my brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, before we get to that, Jake, we got some other games to talk about, uh... Before we get into our episode game, uh, yeah. I'll go first. If yeah, you yeah, don't tell me mind. about tell me
1: about what you've been playing, Tony. I feel so, like you were trying to like set me up for asking you what you've been playing, and I just <laughs> didn't take the bait at all.
0: So you God, had to like, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, so uh, I've been playing a couple of games like during uh, in between the time f- uh, between our episodes. But uh, one game in particular is kind of sticking out to me as as something I want to talk about. So uh, just to give some context, uh, this past week I was sick. I was out for like two days straight, not feeling good at all. Perfect time to play a kind of short, compact little game. And that Mm. game was called Everhood. Uh, It's a game that came out uh, middle of last year, I want to say. I don't remember quite who the developer is, but – Everhood is like a um, imagine the art style of like an Undertale, but then mm. um, the combat is is like a mix between Guitar Hero and like a Bullet Hell. So okay, the way that like the battle quote unquote mechanic works is when you're facing off against somebody, there's a a lane highway with five different you know lanes on there, and. Mm. Uh, notes will be coming down that lane in accordance with the music this is like a really like music-centric stylized game and mm-hmm. you know the notes are coming down the highway and you have to dodge them uh, you have a little health bar you can go and be hit a certain amount of times uh, before you're completely dead mm-hmm. you can jump notes later on in the game you can get uh, a a different mechanic where you can kind of eat a note and throw it back at your opponent but really <laughs> it's kind of like a bullet hell rhythm game very yeah. very Almost odd like in concept. guitar
1: hero but you're trying to dodge the notes instead of hit them
0: exactly exactly mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a very interesting game um i i wish it was closer to like playing a guitar hero a, like song you as hooking opposed to
1: that, that old guitar and you know i did a few times
0: <laughs> i wish i wish that was like how this worked but it, it is still really neat uh so mm. uh It's a very kind of stylized game. Like I said, it looks a lot like Undertale. The music is really good like Undertale as well. And the story is just as kind of convoluted and strange as an Undertale. Uh, You play as Red, who is kind of like a um, puppet of some kind. And right at the beginning of the game, you get your arm stolen. uh, And you're kind of on this little quest to get your arm back. And you run into this, you know... Cast of characters throughout the whole thing, uh, getting into these kind of like rhythm fights the whole way. Um it it's it's very simplistic uh in terms of like that combat. Like I said, you're just like dodging notes. Um, and that simplicity is actually kind of refreshing. Uh it's such a different take on what like a quote unquote battle system is that it's it it's very uh it's very interesting. The music mm. is outstanding. Um it's it covers a lot of different genres. You know, there's like a lot of house and like kind of dance music. But then there's also like some, you know, more hard rock stuff in there. Some weird experimental kind of prog rock is in there and different elements. Um and then like I said, the the visual style of the game is is very interesting. Like it does a lot of weird like filters on it. Like there's um, the game has like a very like standard look. Uh, Like once you play a little bit of it, it's like, Oh, I kind of get this. And then it's constantly like twisting and turning that like, Uh, Mm. sometimes literally where like, it'll start flipping the screen upside down as you're playing it. And it's, it's kind of surreal. Um, very, actually very surreal throughout the whole thing. Like towards like by the end of the game, it's like, you're at the end of time and there's all sorts of like crazy things happening. You know, it's, it gets kind of wacky. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, but it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, sometimes that, uh, art style is really neat. Sometimes it's a little messy, uh, because there's so many effects in, in stuff happening on screen but it's still like interesting uh, I'll, i keep saying that word interesting but I, yeah, I, that's yeah really what this game is it, it's very interesting um it's uh there's a lot of like spots in the game where you, you'll run into like yes or no questions like do you kill this person or not or do like mm. d- do mm. you do this or do you do that which feels like um it would open up a lot of different ways to play the game and i'm sure it doesn't have that much of a difference there but like There's enough there where when you finish a game, there's, like, a new game plus in there where it looks like you can make some other choices, find some secrets, and do some stuff. Kind of like in Undertale, how there's, like, different endings and stuff that you can go after. I'm sure there's a lot of that in this game here, too. Um, uh, It's... There's a lot of twists on the gameplay too. So in the same sort of screen that you normally do these like bullet hell dance battles uh, in, <laughs> they also they also like made a cart racer. Like there's okay. a cart racing section where you're where you're racing along kind of the same sort of uh, visual style, and that, like it's it's fascinating, like a fascinating thing. Um, i i really liked that um it was a really good sick game that i could just kind of pop on not think too much um and Mm -hmm. just kind of have a good time with it the other thing that i really liked about this game is that it has several different difficulty levels so you could go super hardcore with it where like if you get hit once you're dead uh to the point where you could go all the way to like the easiest setting where it's like there's almost no way that you could fail if you just want to like see what the story is, which I really appreciated. Some songs are much harder than others. So there were times where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here beating my head against this. I'm going to bump the difficulty down just to get past this. And that's totally fine. The game doesn't like penalize you for that, which I really liked. Um, there, there were times where I, I wanted to be more of a rhythm game than it was, but it's still, still cool. Like I said, uh, Later in the game, like kind of your act three, when you get your arm back, there's like a battle component where, you know, just like in Guitar Hero coming down these lanes, you have different colored like waveforms almost. And uh the battle mechanic that comes in in this third act is like if you absorb two notes of the same color, you can like throw it back at the enemy that's on like the the foreground of the screen. Yeah. And it's – um. It makes for like really, really fun uh, exchanges where like you're dancing around the uh, the lanes trying to dodge stuff. And it's like, oh, there's like two green coming up in a row and like you quickly like move into it. Like that's when it becomes more of like a um, like a, a faster paced uh, game because before like you're just trying to dodge stuff. And now you're trying to dodge and keep track of the color you're holding and throwing it at the opponent, which they're learning
1: those mechanics on.
0: Yeah, and it, and it does stuff where like. Uh initially you can dodge and jump over notes and then later they add in notes that like are a lot taller so you can't jump them anymore and then once you're trying to like throw attacks at your enemy instead those things become barriers so like you can throw through a series of notes but you can't throw through ones that are like block your jump so all of a sudden it it becomes like a really frantic pace where you're trying to pick up notes and throw them sometimes they're getting blocked mid thing It's, it's really Really intense at times, and like I said, with the visual style changing and, and, and swirling and, and, and just constantly shifting around on you, it makes her a very surreal, like in some in times, sometimes really intense experience. Um, it it was very cool, probably not like my favorite game ever, but like a very interesting one. Uh, yeah, I think it that's seems like
1: it made quite an impression on you.
0: Yeah, like it. Um, I, I'm just interesting i'll say that yeah. for like the 20th time about it it's interesting um the other thing that i really liked about it is that it's like five or six hours so it's not mm-hmm. like a um it's not too much of a time suck like i on the two days that i was sick like i was barely coherent but like i was able to be able to like sit down play this game when i had some energy and kind of make my way through it and you know finished it in, in that time and i was like oh this is okay cool yeah i'm like i'm glad i played this like i i don't know if i would recommend this to every person in the world to play but if you like undertale if you like um different sounding video games this is definitely like <laughs> it, like i've never seen a game like this you know i've never seen anything like this before so if you like that kind of stuff and you just want to see uh everwood is the game everwood. Uh, check that one out uh
1: is that a, a game pass or did you pick that up somewhere
0: I picked it up on Steam. I, I've been okay. following it for a while, um, and then it was on sale, like during like the holiday sales. I think I picked it up for like five bucks. Um, nice. So yeah, it, it, it was good. It was good. Watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah interesting. Good. It's, you know what? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, that's it for me, Jake. What What have you been playing?
1: Uh, nothing new. Uh, so I only had time or. I don't know, the mental space uh, to play. A few games that I had played before, uh, one, I had my Switch with me, and I was, uh, was playing some Enter the Gungeon Ooh. again that had, like, a little bit of updates, like, some new uh, new guns, and I, uh, I don't think I came across any new enemies, but, like, new, like, mechanics or, like, chest types. Um, nothing, like, absolutely game-changing. Um, I'm still still very bad at it. Didn't get a clear or anything like that. Never gotten a clear in that game. It kills me. It's really I've hard. still never gotten a clear in that game. That game's um, hard. I feel like it's so so luck based because like the power difference, differences between guns is so so severe that you can really cripple yourself or it's like, Well shit like I got crummy guns, like I can still play but I'm gonna have to, you know, dodge the bullet hells for like another two minutes on this boss especially uh, when you like... get
0: to like the second third bosses on a run it's like mm. you need to have good guns because you... you
1: need to have that dps because you you'll build this five for a while you can bob and weave for a bit but like it gets tense <laughs> yep it's still good like i still love it it's still like a cool bullet hell um i just want to fucking get a clear on that damn game <laughs> Ah, uh, but then uh, other game I had my phone with me, so I re-downloaded and reinstalled. Uh, Tony you're gonna love this blast from the past. Some balloons tower defense six.
0: <laughs> Jesus, again, again, <laughs> we're gonna talk about this fucking.
1: <laughs> so they they uh the new updates they have like two um like boss balloons, and basically it's a phased boss fight where it's like every like on the after forty rounds, and then every twenty rounds after that. The boss balloon appears, um, and you have to, like, suck out all its health before yeah. DPS it check. kills you, of course. DPS check, yeah. Uh, but it's been a really cool game mode in that it kind of forces you to engage with the game in a much different way, where you have to, like, you have to pass the normal rounds, of course, but it's also you need to, like, do a lot of prep work to be prepared for when the boss rolls around, and it uh, really emphasizes building your economy in a way that, like, the normal... Gameplay doesn't necessarily emphasize, so you kind of always have to be walking that razor's edge of I need enough DPS to be able to clear these levels, but I also need to ha- like minimize my surplus because like I want to be like generating economy as soon as possible so I can get those returns sooner. Because like when you get to the very like last stage of the balloon, even on the um the normal difficulty, I haven't beat it on the elite difficulty one of them yet, um. It's a lot of it's a lot of HP, and you gotta have so much DPS to deal with it, like an absurd amount compared, like the normal amount to like, just a clearer level. Uh, so it's been it's been neat. I I have been having a lot of fun playing that game in a whole new way because I have just played that game a shit ton. And like you just normal, love that game. The normal, like the normal, like I love a tower defense game. Like tower defense game is a absolutely positively deceased genre. Um, but Balloons Tower Defense Six is the best, the best of it. Um, so, like, I just like to go into it occasionally for, for that blast. And those were cool updates. That I, I had uh, a lot of fun with that. Took up a lot of, a lot of free time when I was just kind of lounging around, I, being present but not social.
0: <laughs> I love that uh, they're still updating that game because it's been mm-hmm. out for a long time. And you would think, you know, this is the sixth one, right? You would think if they're adding more content, they would just. Spin out a new version and try to you know get people yeah. to to buy into it, but
1: I think like the first three were like like Flash browser games exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even. I think four was the first one they put on mobile, and then five, and then like six they released like a while ago. And yeah, like people don't make new mobile games anymore because they're just all elaborate gotcha clickers, essentially uh, with just with more or less steps. Uh, so it's like I don't think it's worth the effort for them to put in extra. To make it to make make an extra game when they could just like keep updating this there's a like a versus mode version mm. of this game Interesting. Because um, when I was trying to figure out how to beat the beat the boss balloons, I was looking at twitch streams and there's like there's a a small but avid twitch community for this. I think like i I saw it get up to like six thousand uh, viewers for the game at times um but like every so often only when like one of like the big streamers gets in on it yeah. uh, but then I was like I saw this other game, like balloons Battle. And I was looking at that. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, if I ever ever felt like expanding my interest in the game, I might do that. But mm. I, it's a, it was kind of another flash in the pan. I I had it on my phone for like three weeks, and I've kind of lost interest in it
0: again. <laughs> yeah, that that would be interesting though. PvP tower defense stuff like that. That could be that could be kind of mm-hmm. cool.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a who can survive the best, and you, it only lets you bring in like one of the hero towers and three different towers. So you have to like really succinctly pick your synergies and stuff like that. To strategize. So it's, it's definitely really cool. It's definitely really interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah. Cool stuff. Balloon's cool. Tower Defense 6. I can't believe you're able burning, burning that tower defense candle. I can't believe uh...
0: <laughs> you got Balloon's Tower Defense 6 on this show again. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I think we
1: went all of 2021 without talking about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is uh, that might be our most fr- other than smash brothers that's probably our most frequently That's my smash Bros. <laughs> that's just- <laughs> exactly. exactly uh did you play anything else or is that it
1: uh that was it I, I i mean uh just like a tiny sneak preview i was playing some pokemon for nuzlocke league but we are going to talk about that after we have our battle session because i right. don't want to discuss strategy with the enemy
0: Right, Here. we we still have that, so probably on our next episode we will talk a little bit more uh, in detail on uh, Nuzlocke League season three. I I'm feeling pretty strong about my team. We'll we'll see if that uh, comes fruition though. I. Me and Jake were talking about this uh, before uh, we started recording, but I love to make unforced errors. That's like my favorite thing to do in these battle portions. So let's see if I can refrain from doing that and maybe maybe win one of these things, huh? I, like I know if I become a gym leader, if I win something, I, I'm not going to shut up about it. So um, maybe it's best that I don't.
1: I, <laughs> I want it though. I want that battle. I want that battle badge. hmm I set out for it. I hope RNG is in my favor, but uh I spent some time on team prep. And oh, then man. I just hope it hope it ends up being worth it.
0: A lot of strategy. I I I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say anything about my team. It's this should be really interesting. It, it'll be a lot of fun. Keep an eye on our uh Twitch channel cuz we I'll probably stream at least some of our battles uh mm-hmm. for that. So, hey, I like that game at dot twitch.tv. twitch. Dot twitch, TV. twitch <laughs> dot, Hey, like that game at Twitch.tv. No wait, Twitch.tv slash Hey, like that game. Fuck. We're we're good at this, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm good.
1: So if you want to turn out smarter than Tony and I, maybe you should play some learning
0: games. Exactly. Great transition, Jake. Uh, after the break, we're gonna talk about probably the most obscure game we've done so far uh, on this Maybe. show
1: i'm curious if anybody else remembers this game or if this will like wiggle its way like out of people's cerebellum like it did for me when i saw
0: it yeah i think we're, we're gonna have to direct a lot of people to our twitter to google to look at images from this because the name mm-hmm. alone super solvers gizmos and gadgets i don't think that uh evokes a lot, but once you start to see a couple of those screens, I, I think it's going to get people's gears turned in. But, haha, mm-hmm. uh, gears turned in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after the break, we'll talk about uh, our episode game, Super Solvers, Gizmos, and Gadgets.
1: I like that you put the Super Solvers in there.
0: It is. It's, a, it's like this, <laughs> the series is called Super Solvers, colon, Gizmos and Gadgets. Jake, Anthony. game today we are talking about super solvers colon gizmos and gadgets jake uh like we were saying before this this was deep within the recesses of my brain and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't even know how i was able to, to to pull it out but um so this is a edutainment game Uh, came out in 1993 from The Learning Company for both DOS and Windows PC, which is a very old sentence. Uh, Right. (laughs) uh, I played the DOS version for this show, but I remember playing the Windows version uh, when I was in school. Uh, Very, very vivid memories of sitting in my computer class playing this specific game and a couple of the other uh, Learning Company games. But this was the one that I remember the most vividly. Um, it is a, like I said, edutainment game where you take on the role of, what is your character called again? Uh, the Super Solver. The Super and Solver. <laughs> you are the Super Solver. Uh, it, I, I like the way this I character love looks. I like the character
1: design of the Super Solver. It's like... Yeah. Faceless nineties cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's wearing like a giant puffy jacket with this with this hat that's like kind of pulled over his face and the collar of the jacket is like up so like you can't like really see this guy at all. But it's like an interesting looking thing. Uh his nemesis, Marty Maxwell, master of mischief, is is uh up to his old shenanigans. I don't even remember what the setup is for this, he, but like, it's just
1: Marty got a job <laughs> yeah. at a place, and then the blimp is like, "Show this fucking fool that you're actually the best scientist, and like beat him in all these races so that mm-hmm. you can get his job.":
0: <laughs> Yeah, basically, which is just very odd setup. Um, uh, Marty Maxwell looks he looks like what Dr. Wiley from Mega Man would look like, like mm. before he retired. Like this yeah. is this this is what uh this is what Wiley was doing before he got into making evil well before I his guess, hair went gray. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is the start
1: of evil robots.
0: Right, because he did make the and Cyber he's so chimps.
1: at the Super Solver. He's like, I have to hone my hone my robot making skills. I have to make the robot masters. Right. This is, right. This is that origin story. He lost his job to the Super Solver. Drove him mad. Lose.
0: Drove him mad, and then he he doubled down on this evil robot thing. Great his
1: hair. Mm-hmm. He was so stressed out about making ends meet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway. So yeah. So uh, this game is how how do you explain this game? So so the the onset of this game is you have three different buildings that you can choose from to go in. There mm-hmm. is, like, airplanes, alternative energy, and automotive. And basically, all that is, like, doing is, like, window kind of... Window dressing. Yeah, it really is. It's just window dressing for what the actual game is. So you pick one of the buildings, you go in, uh, you're kind of served up with a blueprint of a a vehicle, a locomotion vehicle that fits into one of those three categories. Mm-hmm. I always remember doing, like, the airplanes. Like, that was the one that I I always, remember like, the blimp.
1: Of, the blimp was the one that was biggest in my brain
0: yeah i did i always did the airplanes and the automotive alternate energy i didn't do as much of as a kid or at least like i don't those didn't like, i didn't I like get, that like- one
1: i remember like the egg-shaped bicycle car yeah i don't remember I, that, like that one any- i remember that in the blimp i like round things apparently
0: apparently <laughs> i i didn't really remember that at all i remember there was three buildings but i didn't remember what that third mm-hmm. one was so that was like a, oh okay that's here um but basically You'll get this blueprint for whatever vehicle building you're in, and then you need to go into the warehouse, collect the pieces from this blueprint, assemble your your craft, and then take uh, uh, Morty out onto the racetrack and and race him. Where you uh, need to defeat him to move on to the next stage. Each building has what, like four levels? Five stages. Five stages within each building,
1: increasing to a cap complexity which will just give more pieces that you have to uh gather to make into the eventual machine i think it was like the first round had like four and then next one would have like six and after would be seven or eight for like levels three for through five i didn't play all five levels in all three buildings Mm -hmm. um because not to put too fine a point on it this game is mind-blowingly tedious. <laughs>
0: yes. It it is it is very boring um once you play it for like a handful of hours and it's like, mm. "Oh, there's just a lot there's a lot here." Like, yeah. I, I I don't want to get too far ahead of myself yeah. there. Um, Let's but, get into, like, the
1: mechanics a bit more.
0: Right. So you go into the warehouse to find these pieces. You go into the warehouse. It is a very simple platformer where mm. you are the super solver. It's almost like um, – it's like old school Donkey Kong almost. Where yeah. Like you're, you're jumping over, like, gaps. There are little – there's ladders you can climb up and little uh, different things that will shoot you higher up in there. But each level I think has, like, maybe four or five different, like uh, – levels there that you can climb up and go down
1: there's a lot of levels on that like overworld screen
0: yeah and then um and then yeah you're kind of moving around these these different levels and between screens because it it does scroll left to right and you can kind Mm -hmm. of keep going right to a new screen um and you're trying to pick up these yellow and red boxes which represent the different parts uh you pick those up bring it back to the shop where your blueprint is and then you assemble your vehicle to take it out to the racetrack Um, Mm
1: -hmm. The two wrinkles in that one are the cyber monkeys, unless you're an absolute baby and play with cyber monkeys turned off a baby like young Jake when he first played this game.
0: The, okay. To be fair, though, cyber monkeys yeah. add literally zero to the experience. They're, so little. They, they, they are
1: non-threat.
0: <laughs> it's it's just a frustration. Basically, what mm-hmm. the what the cyber monkeys do is they they are moving on a set path throughout the warehouse, and if they run into you, they're going to steal a component from you. But don't worry, you have bananas that you can throw at the cyber monkeys, and then that puts them to sleep. I guess, and then they will drop whatever component they stole from you, and you can pick it back up from there. Um, Like I said, zero, zero um, added benefit of having the the cyber monkeys, the cyber chimps.
1: I found, like, uh, as the levels ran a bit longer, sometimes the pathing of the cyber monkeys would lead them into a dead end. And they would just like I would like go through one of the doors at one point, and there's just, like three cyber monkeys just like walking back and forth in a in a channel. Yep.
0: Um, this game uh, makes one of like the cardinal sins in video games for me that I just I hate so much, and I don't know if it was just indicative of the time or or what, but mm-hmm. I absolutely hate when you are transitioning between screens. And then when you come out on the other side, you get hit automatically by an enemy that you had no idea was there, and you have no little to no recourse to deal with it. I fucking hate that. And it happens in some of the games from this era. And even like some of the Final Fantasies will run into this. I think like Final Fantasy X had had some of this problem where you're transitioning from a screen and like, oh, there's a guy right there. And it's not it's not like built in like, oh, here's a boss or here's a barrier. It's just the calculus that's happening on the other side of the screen is happening without your vision. And then mm-hmm. when you're there, it's like, Oh, there's nothing you can do about this. And I fucking hate that. Like, it's just, ugh. yeah. Really don't like
1: that. Super, this, super like that does that. Like there are a few like drop offs where you like walk through a door, like the left to right doors. And then you just like drop off to the next area or like next floor, which can like mess with your pathing. Like the navigation of the world in and of itself is kind of a puzzle.
0: Yeah, but it's not, like, fun. Like the No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, the, the platforming, the moving through the warehouse is not really fun. Um, and I guess at this point you're asking, why is this an edutainment game? We haven't talked about any sort of <laughs> uh, uh, educational stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes in where um, within the warehouse there's a lot of uh, closed doors. When you open a door, you are served with a puzzle. Um, this is where the 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 edutainment stuff comes in. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, what were you gonna say? I have,
1: I have my list of the uh, the the door games written down too. Oh, uh, uh,
0: read them off. Read them off.
1: So, like, I, so there's the edutainment with these door puzzles, but also like within the blueprints themselves, um, which we'll get into. But let's do the door puzzles first because I got this big old list of them. Yeah. So, I had I had eight counted games yeah back me up see i got this right so the first one i uh, wrote down was the balance of scales uh you're like given uh, a scale with a bunch of different hooks with further or closer to its uh access point and like different yep. weights so like you got to balance it start simple will like evolve to get more complex like oh i have multiple weights now and they're placed at different points on this scale so like the weight is going to have more of an effect on the balance of it
0: yep and the and the scale is has you know, uh, is marked off one to five, one being closest to the center, five being the farthest on the outside. It, j- it just becomes a math problem. Solve the other side of this equation. Uh, mm-hmm. one, one side will be already, you know, with uh, the weights on there and then you need to solve it. How do you balance this out? This was my favorite out of all of them because it's just it's just a math problem. It's a math problem. Yeah, I like it's that. It's, it's. I think one of the
1: m- more interesting math problems in this game too, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's fairly intuitive, are, right? It is intuitive, and it takes like a little bit of like kind of a bit more brain power, mm-hmm. and I think it is like a little bit more like to do with it. So I, I rank these from like most to least stimulating. Okay, so that was my top as well. Um, the second is uh, the complete the circuit game. Um, yep. Yeah. The energy uh, stuff. So you give in a battery, sometimes a switch, and then or light. the
0: electrical, yeah.
1: And you have to connect wires to the right places to like activate the light. And mm-hmm. this one increases in complexity where it's like okay, now you have two batteries and you've to connect both of them to the light mm-hmm. um, instead of just one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's, I mean that's just it's like, fine. It's basic it's like a basic electrical engineering thing, but like yeah. I don't know. Good Complete for... the circuit.
0: Complete the circuit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah,
1: do it. Then uh, the Gears game, so yep. you had to place gears um, onto, like, you have one that has a winch on it, and you have to attach uh, to, like, two levers, so, like, get them to push um, buttons. two buttons at the same time. And sometimes you have to get them to, like, rotate in opposite directions, and sometimes the same directions. Depends on the number of gears you use. So you have to select from your inventory to get the correct number on it, and that will connect it. Yep. So now, like, another solid, solid game. That's an A-tier game. It, it, it's fine. Mini game. it's uh, fine. It's relative fine. Relative to all this, yeah. And like at this point, we go from like it's fine to fuck. Yeah. Like it's a pretty steep drop off. Um, very much. So. One that started high for me and bounced off pretty pretty early on was the yeah, like launch the ball. Yeah, mini the, game. Yeah, like or, kinetic
0: kinetic like, force or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We have to like launch a like a different ball, like a beach ball or a basketball. Uh, a watermelon, thing. and they basically like, all have different modifiers, and then like gravity comes into and it like adds a different modifier. Yep. It's just it it like makes sense, but the specific numbers of it, it's just it's basically a guessing game, or like you have to like kind of in, try to intuit or like remember what the modifier might be because it doesn't always make sense.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of trial and error, but like I do like the amount of modifiers they have on there and mm-hmm. that they're trying to teach you like friction. Um, I I think that's interesting, but like. it's it's not great
1: yeah uh then i have i feel like i should have put this one lower actually the magnets one it's it's so finicky to place them in the right place you have to basically like make a link of magnets in a shape that's like etched on the uh game board Mm. and it's it's dumb It's It's, it's,
0: (laughs) it's finicky in that like you'll have the, the magnets do, like, move to one another. So, like, when you place one down, it'll go, like, doo, 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 and, like, attach, which is, like, it's neat. I'm glad it's, like, showing you, ah, here's how magnetism works. But mm-hmm. if you're off by just, like, the tiniest just the bit, littlest bit, it won't read, and then it's, like, then you have to take all of the – mag like, you have to take everything off to, like, reattach them because it's always trying to, like, link back to the other stuff. Like, it's just – it's not fun and it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And it's not very taxing either. Like, it's not really teaching no. me anything. It's just all it's telling you is opposite colors. Connect the red to the blue. That's it. That, that's it. That's all it's trying to teach you. It's really mm-hmm. not very good. Not
1: a good one. And then no. uh the the puzzle pieces to build like a machine.
0: Oh, it's my least favorite. That's another
1: one. Another one where it's like it's really hard to get the pieces to match up exactly. And like you'll get your first few pieces. It's hard to figure out what exactly they're you're building to so you're like you place it somewhere on the screen and then like fuck it's a slide and I put the ladder too high up so now I have to like move everything down piece by piece to get it to fit another thing just full of frustrations uh, kind of like a groan whenever I came across this one on the screen
0: 100% and um, some of the imagery is horrifying like the like the mouth apple is oh, horrifying no. it is so gross taking looking? like piece of teeth one at a time out are those the top teeth? Oh no, those are the bottom. Gross! <laughs> Don't. Like, I did not like that. Did not like that. And plus, oh. like, I, like you like your mouth is not the first simple machine I would think of. So, like, like let's, let's no. do other stuff, please. Um.
1: Then uh, the like point out the mechanism on a diagram. So uh, I think like the first one you get the most basic one is it shows you a picture of a nail and it's like okay, what part of this is the wedge? All right, it's the point of the nail. Um, that'll like increase where yeah. you like have a clothesline. Okay, where are the two pulleys on this clothesline at either yeah. end? Point um, point
0: out the simple machines.
1: Mm-hmm. This one suffers because of just weird and difficult to identify hit boxes.
0: Yes. It's it's like I understand where the pulley is at, but the game doesn't understand that I'm placing it, like, next to where it wants me to put it, you know? It's Mm -hmm. uh, very frustrating.
1: And sometimes, like, the things you have to drag and drop over have, like, a weird unknown overlap. It's just one of those things where, like, the game not being able to read exactly what you're trying to say just made it really hard. It's weirdly programmed. Yep. And then my least favorite for its sheer length was the multiple choice questions. Yeah. Those are bad. Those are bad. Where it's just, you draw a line. There you have three like different types of energy, like say chemical, mechanical, light energy. And then I'll have pictures on the uh, other side of like examples of it, like a winch flashlight, et cetera. And then you have to like draw lines from one to another. Sometimes it's more than three lines. Cause, uh, like something might use more than one type of energy Mm -hmm. uh fine like it's a little clumsy writing the line from bubble to bubble but the thing that kills it is there's like a little animation every time you get the right answer that takes what feels like an eternity to play Mm -hmm. out so you can get through the damn door
0: yeah it's uh that that's not it's not fun and sometimes like answers are unintuitive at times Mm -hmm. it's like i like I had gotten answers wrong more like more often than I'd like to admit because it's like, what really you're you're classifying that as light energy? I, I don't know about that. Like I don't know about that game. Like very, it's a very light definition uh, if, you're, hey. if you're using that. As- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so those those are the uh, eight mini games, and mm. I think the. Uh what inspires the most ire with them is that there are a lot of locked doors and you have to explore a lot of the level yep. to get the parts you need. And you need to make sure you get the best parts because the other end of the, uh, like, ed- uh, I was saying it, edutainment in my brain so loudly that I couldn't think of the word edut- education. <laughs> now I'm getting mixed <laughs> up in my head. The other educational <laughs> part of this game is like actually building the machines uh, so you get a blueprint of it, like these are the different parts. Um, like for the bike uh, thing, you have like gears, tires, the body, and like brakes. And you'll like zoom in and like click on the description of like the wheels, and it says like this is what a wheel does. The bigger the wheel, like the more like your movement is going to make the machine go. Yeah. So like the twelve inch diameter wheels are the largest wheels you can find. Um, So that tells you you have to go through the game when you find a wheel you want to check check its description like oh I got the 11 inch wheel like I know there's one better but like this one is like good like it's a solid solid wheel and then you have to go about and try to find the best ingredients to make your pasta so it's faster than Marty's pasta
0: right and like for me I never remembered doing that as a kid looking at the blueprint looking for like the best parts like so, again, just like some other elements of the game, it just becomes like a trial and error. You know, it's yeah. like, why the fuck are Fowler flaps better than other flaps? I don't fucking know. It just is. You know, like it, it feels like it's a missed opportunity to teach. Um, mm-hmm. Because at the core of this game, I like what it's doing. I like that it's you know, it's a fairly compelling list of mini games and like interactions that are feel like you can learn something out of it. But so often it doesn't prompt you with the why's. Why is this better? Why is this the answer? Why, why anything? And Mm -hmm. when you do try to go for a race and you don't have your optimal parts, uh, you'll lose that race. And then it just dumps you back into the warehouse. It doesn't say like, Hey, maybe you need to like do this or look for these type of parts or like, Oh you know, you were creating a lot of drag on your vehicle. So maybe mm-hmm. think of like there's nothing like that that kind of completes the learning. So it's like this is all trial and error. It's not, you know, if I'm trying to just game this system and not learn anything, you could totally do that. Like uh, find not, the
1: minimum required parts to be able to beat Marty. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. It, it it feels like it's a miss. It feels like it's a miss there.
1: I think sure. it's I think it's partial because I it does what you're describing some of the time mm-hmm. um like particularly with the the aircraft like the wings it's like all right if it's like um like sloping on uh both end of the wings like that's gonna reduce the most drag um i'm not sure if i said that right or if that's how you build airplanes don't listen to this podcast for airplane building advice but I, there's there's a bit there and i think that's a bit more of a compelling part to it um because it sort of tells you a little bit about how machines like that run and it also kind of forces you, I guess, thinking about it in my adult mindset to, like, kind of remember what you're supposed to get. Either, like, write it down or just kind of, like, keep it in your brain and then... there are some where it's like very obvious, like the wheel difference between like a 12 and 11 inch, like that's a very defined change. But in some of the cases, like like the wing slope, like you'll find one that's like, Oh, like sloped on the top, but not the bottom. So you're kind of like, Oh, that's going to be like good, but not great. And it's told me why earlier with the blueprints. So I think that's the stronger educational aspect of it. But yeah, if it went further, like, like what you were saying, that would really drive it home. And yeah, make it a much more uh, robust system.
0: Yeah, and like you could also say that same thing about the actual like mini games. Like within all of those different mm-hmm. mini games, like the scales and the complete the circuit, there's a big uh, hint button in the top left corner, and hitting that button serves you up with like here's kind of the lesson we're trying to teach you, and here's the things that you need to think about, and that is excellent, but it is completely like you don't even have it totally missable. You you don't have to interact with that at all. And I feel like that's a miss. Like if, if this game is supposed to be trying to teach you something, like it doesn't prompt you with that stuff. So I remember as a, as a young lad, I never clicked on the hint. I'm just, I'm just going to trial and error, try to like figure this stuff out. You know, like I was always able to logic my way through most of it, but like, again, if the main goal is to teach, it needs to do a little bit more to make sure these lessons hit home. Um, yeah. I, I, I think just w- w- there
1: being so much of it does kind of like what you were thinking, where I'm not engaging with it anymore because I'm just getting so f- fucking frustrated. So, yeah, I'm just going to throw some weights on this scale and, like, I'm sure, like, it's going to work. Like, here's where it's probably going to work. So, like, let me just throw some on there, like, trial and error it, just because, like, I don't want to do the math in my head right now. And that's the opposite of learning. That's just, like, I don't know, teaching you. Just test clicking taking, yeah <laughs> in the American I'm, school system man
0: <laughs> I'm just clicking on buttons I'm just, I'm just right. clicking on buttons at that point you know and it's like you know the the warehouse part is not very compelling so it's like these mini no. games like that like that's the part that should be the most compelling and some of them are but a lot of them aren't um, the other thing that's just such a drag is that these puzzles repeat you know on the on the back of the box oh. it says it has over oh. 200. Like it says there's over 200 of these things. I, I, it didn't feel like that. Cause I felt like I was seeing the same shit over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just not, not great. Um, really boring and tedious. Um, I played this game for like three or four hours and I didn't even get close to finishing it. Like I was maybe a quarter of the way through the game, which mm-hmm. I was thinking about this a lot while we were playing it. Like, this game is not not made to be played the way that we play video games now. This game was made to play in short bursts. Like I, I could think back to when I was a kid um, sitting in computer class for like half hour, 45 minutes, an hour and playing this game. That's, that's what it's meant for. Like once a week, short burst, come back to it later. Sitting down and trying to play it for several hours, it's like pulling teeth. You know, it's, it's really not fun. And then on top of that, what you can do, if you enter into a door, you see a puzzle you don't like, you could just instantly hit, go back, go back to the same door, reload it up. You'll get a different puzzle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make you do anything. So mm-hmm. if you don't like a certain puzzle type or. Let's say, as a young child, you're confused by a certain thing. Ah, fuck it. I don't want to learn this. Go back and, and just keep going in until you get to something easier. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's that's not helpful. <laughs> you know, like, the, you can game that system way too easily, you know?
1: Yeah. I remember... Uh, I specifically remember when I would play this game. Um, I was in daycare after, I think, kindergarten? Might have been preschool, like five years old. And they had two computers in the back corner and you could get on for 10 minutes at a time and they had like you know egg timers at both every at the, both the seats you had to start it up and you could like play the game for 10 minutes and yeah that was like the most think digestible way to go go through this game cuz i wasn't able to get bored i was just trying to be like oh i got to get through this quick but like yeah i was i was young i wasn't like reading and engaging with the blueprint so it was all trial and error to me
0: mm-hmm. yeah it it's yeah it and then on top of that, the the race portion at the end. It's all it all plays out automatically, so you're just mm-hmm. watching this race happen. You don't get to be an active participant in it. So it's like, "Man, I I want to drive this car. I want to fly this plane." You know, like, "What why aren't you letting me at least like control it a little bit? Like have some sort of semblance of control." That could be like another fun mechanic in here, but it just you just watch yourself fail, and you know you're going to lose within the first, like, two seconds.
1: Yeah. So it's, like, like it's pixel art. Like, you can tell when somebody's a frame ahead, and there's no way to come back.
0: No way to come back, and there's no way to speed it up or quit out of it and get right back into it. So you're just sitting and waiting. Sitting and waiting.
1: Smug piece of shit. Dr. Wily's face on top of that pedestal, just pleased his punch
0: fucking Morty Morty with his his, job with his I'm a better
1: I'm a better scientist than him I'm gonna prove it
0: Morty giant fucking head his head is like (laughs) his entire body he looks like he looks like wait what what is the thing I'm trying to think of it It looks like like,
1: a thumb toe
0: (laughs) yeah it's just so it's very very odd and like I remember really liking this game as a kid and coming mm. back to it, it's like not that not that I thought like I think that my younger self couldn't distinguish a good game from a bad game. It's just like this is one of those this reason for the show, right? You come back to it, those rose tinted glasses are taken off and my God. Um not great. Yeah. Not great.
1: Do you think it's okay, you have a child, they are five years old, they like playing with Legos and stuff like that would you give him this game? Uh,
0: No, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, So, I don't want to give, no, I wouldn't. Because I I don't think it, it doesn't drive home the lessons enough. Um, If, if there was more focus on like, focusing on getting learning across and not just being able to trial and error your way through stuff, um, if it just prompted you a little bit more with, like, here's what you learned and here's why. Like, if it just had a little bit more of that, I feel like this could still be a good recommendation or still a useful tool. But I, mm-hmm. I don't think it is. I don't I don't think it, it, it has that anymore. Um,
1: yeah, I, I completely agree. I was um, um, kind of curious about edutainment games and kind of that, that genre because I remember there was a good amount of them growing up like when i was really young i remember getting a lot of them like through like the scholastic Mm
0: -hmm. catalog
1: or something like that um so the the list on wikipedia i'm not sure how complete it is but has not had a new edutainment game added that has been released past the year 2013 uh so it's a entirely dead genre but uh what i seen and like heard from a teacher friend of mine is that Minecraft has sort of taken over as the edutainment game um which is which is super cool cuz i think it allows for a lot more like free form creativity there and like the redstone uh like teaches circuitry in a in game but like kind of like a diagram way um sort of sort of effectively and intuitively too so like that's kind of neat that that's lived on um, in a different format but I think just in a better game
0: right it that that offers more options more ways mm-hmm. to complete your challenges like one, one of the nice things about some of these puzzles is that there'll be multiple ways to solve like the the scale the balancing the scale yeah you can you can answer those in a couple different ways it all just depends on how you get to that your answer you know if you have to get to 10 you can do that with several different several different ways, depending on the weights that you have on uh, available to you, which I like that, you know, like it, it, seems like other than like our least favorite ones, like the puzzle and the multiple choice, um, there's multiple ways to solve things, which I like that. Um, it, it gives you different ways to express that, you know, what you're doing, which I think is really important. Um, but yeah, Minecraft would be a thousand percent better, um, mm. at teaching any of these things here. Um, or at least any of the good lessons that are in here, you know. Like I, I don't think identifying simple machines is something that's worth teaching like this, you know. So uh, I'm totally fine with Minecraft not having that, you know. Um, build a but, build a teeth diagram out of oh blocks. My, oh my god, <laughs> so creepy. But I, I will say. I thought the music it was fun. Fun it's little some, MIDI. Yeah, it's
1: got some vibey little stuff.
0: Fun little MIDI music in there that like was uh, you know it's fine, it's fine. And then um, you, know, I think the graphics still hold up. You know they're they're bright and colorful. They're very clear for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. You know like like we were saying, the super solver looks dope. Uh, as much as we make fun of Marty Maxwell, uh, it's, it's a very he's got a look. Uh, yeah, he's got a good fine. look. And like the cyber chimps, the chimps. Cyber chimps look kind of stupid, but like that's they're supposed to look like, dumb. Kinda, like
1: goofy looking too, like especially on yeah. the screens where uh, you like see less floors so it's a bit zoomed in. Like yeah, yeah. That, that looks solid that that close too.
0: Yeah, like it's it's not a bad looking game. Yeah,
1: like um, add like paint and add decals to your to your erasers, like that's a fun little fun little thing too. So yeah, yeah looks looks solid, sounds solid for ninety three. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. For like a DOS game, yeah, mm. like not bad, not bad. Um, where where do you land on this game, Jake? I, I, oh, it's, you had... uh, hey, I don't like that game. <laughs> I I could I could have saw that. Come. Yeah,
1: it's um, I, I played this when I was five years old, and um, a good amount of it probably went over my head, but like I think I was able to like engage with some of it um and i played it for 10 minutes at a time at daycare when i was otherwise like stimulated by doing other things so uh i remember fondly in that regard and like remember like some of the stuff being like kind of useful or like teaching at that point but like yeah it's there's better ways there's better ways to learn and boy this uh this game is absolutely like watching paint dry at sometimes <laughs>
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I, agree to say, hey, I don't like this game, but I, a lot of it is because of that lack of follow up and learnings, and because of the frustrating low amount of puzzles that are in there, and how slow it can be at times. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt a lot like I felt after playing Resetear and Item Shop's Tale, where it's like there's a really solid game in here. I just I would change a bunch of little things to make mm-hmm. it better. Uh, to make it, like, a more palpable game these days um, and, to, and to really line up with, like, my expectations of what um, an educational piece of software should be. So, like, if there's more puzzles in there, if it if it allowed, uh, you know, space to really teach, like, what are we actually trying to learn here, to try to, like, give those tools to the player, I, I think it, it, it could be... It could be good. Like I said, the way that we played it is not ideal for this type of game, like trying to do long stretches with it. Um, so I think if you played it in shorter stretches, it may be a little bit more palpable, but in general, I think something like this is not good to come back to. However, I think this series in particular is... It's ripe for like a reboot. I could totally see a reboot of this game happening, and... Fixing a couple of little things and make it, you know, a solid little experience where I could recommend it to a younger kid. You know, like I I think that's there. Um, Let's see. What else did I have to say on this? Yeah, I I think a modern reboot could be sweet. The core of a lot of these puzzles are pretty fun, you know, of like the three different ones that we liked out of the eight. Um, You know, the core of those are solid but if you can make a couple more different things vary it up a little bit, or maybe, you know, find less parts, make it like a shorter experience in general to kind of get you to those learnings and then get out, I think I think that could be good. Um but the way that it is now mm-hmm. is not good and not worth going back to um at all. Yeah. So,
1: a lot of yeah. it's just like those ninety nineties games mechanics. Um right. but I mean like it seems like it was made with a good amount of effort and like care put into what was uh, being put forward. So, I mean, and, with the best and, intentions, good on you, Super Solvers.
0: Yeah, totally. I hope, and I hope nothing like,
1: bad happened to you.
0: Yeah. And like, and, and we were saying that like this game looks good comparatively mm. to like, you know, 1993. And then compared to other edutainment games of the time, you know, like your math blasters, your number munchers, your word munchers, that kind of stuff. Um, I I loved playing those games too when I was younger and those were really like mechanics-based games. They were not much to look at because like number munchers I remember very distinctly. It's like here is like maybe a 5 by 5 or like 6 by 6 grid and you're like eating all the prime numbers or eating the odd number, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's like really mechanics-driven and like really kind of hammering home these like math lessons. Um, And that's like – fun to play but it's like nothing to look at right it's like Mm -hmm. here's a grid you're moving a little thing around you're hitting space when you're on the correct number and you're like dodging ghosts not much of a game uh this has a little bit more of that production value where it's like oh this looks kind of cool but then the actual gameplay mechanics are not as engaging so it's like it's hard to uh like where do you put the uh your points into do you put them into aesthetics or into learning (laughs) i i would have rather put it into more learning stuff would i go back and play a math blasters or number munchers right now like probably not but i would bet they would hold up a little bit better than this game uh, in particular because it's a little bit more um simplistic design that's easier to execute whereas this game is is trying to be a lot when there's really only a little bit of content in Yeah. You know? You know, Jake? I know.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, Interesting game. Interesting game. Definitely (laughs) um, a weird one and definitely the most uh, Mm -hmm. esoteric one. Definitely, like, if you don't know what we're talking about at all with this episode, like, I would be shocked if you Googled this. And didn't immediately recognize it. This feels like it's yeah. one of those like latent memories that's in, you know, basically any millennials uh <laughs> the memory banks somewhere. Or at least
1: two two white guys minds. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Two white <laughs> kids that grew up in the suburbs. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. If if your if your school had computers growing up, it probably had this game on there, probably. Um I think so, but, yeah. But who knows? Yeah. So that's that's too hey I don't like that game's uh probably not the most um surprising answer. Not the most there. surprising, yeah. A yeah.
1: game kinda made for young young children, very deliberately so uh not as fun to play yeah. as an adult.
0: But you know what? I'm glad we went back and, and touched this. Oh because yeah. Because just just like uh we were talking about kinda at the top of the show, like this was so deep in the recesses of my brain, the fact that we were able to kind of bring it out it's like oh man fucking what (laughs) you know that that was that was worth the experience alone absolutely yeah it was a good pick indeed um jake what are we going to play next time Ooh, all right so it's it's cold out it's Mm.
1: bad it's bad pandemic wise out there right now you just you miss being able to Get out there and do stuff, you know. Get on the street, maybe jump three feet above the hoop and slam a ball down. Because we're gonna be playing NBA Street Volume Two.
0: Oh <laughs> man, NBA Street! Damn, I haven't thought about that game in forever.
1: Oh yeah, I I was playing. Uh, it was like NCAA college basketball, like oh seven or something like that one of like the later ones they made before they canceled that series uh with drea's with drea's brother so we like playing that and i've never been one for like realistic sports games too much so us is playing that i'm like man nba volume nba street volume two was so good like i want to play that kind of sports game again uh so now i'm gonna make you play it too
0: all right, I'm I'm down. This is from like you know classic EA uh, sports games, man. EA right? sports it's, it, big. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is EA, right? It's EA. Yeah, this is EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. That's a good pick, Jake. This that should be a, a fun one for our next episode. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, uh, Jake. Where can the folks at home find us on the internet?
1: Oh, they can find us all over the place. They can email us uh, at heylikethatgame at gmail Tweet us at like that game can find our Facebook page at the Hey Like That Game uh, podcast Facebook page. And then we are streaming on Twitch. Uh, we'll be streaming that Nuzlocke Championship. And uh, the week after next, uh, Tony is doing tro- League Trolley again. Kicking mm-hmm. that off, or is this one of just to try hards?
0: No, so we will be doing a uh, new year, new uh, League Trolley. This time yeah. they've, ex- they've extended our contracts through the Congrats. entire... The entirety of the year. So we have the the whole year to run as many tournaments as we want, and they're um expanding the reach of the games. So they're they're making things a little bit easier to run a bunch of different stuff, which includes a game coming out this month called Windjammers 2. So oh, oh, shit. be be on the lookout for um I, I'm trying to convince them to let me run some Windjammers 2 tournaments. Um mm-hmm the The only issue with Windjammers two is that um, if, if we were gonna grow it to any sort of like uh, bigger thing, like the biggest community for that game is in France, like that's where all like the huge players are at. So in um, Lee Cholley's only uh, U.S. and Canada. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I, I'll be running some running some uh, Windjammers two events this year. I, I just don't know when. I, I will convince them to at least let me do one. So uh, oh yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for some Try Hard Tuesday stuff kicking off um, sometime this this month. Uh, so, yeah. Should yeah, be fun. Uh, uh,
1: Twitch.tv slash hey, I like that game.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Jake, this was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, fun as always. And as always. Educational. It was. You know what? <laughs> I, hope, I hope we all learned something today class i know i did class is in session i probably should have said that at the top of this episode uh, class class dismissed
1: <laughs> you know don't listen to professor opposite day
0: yeah right uh i'm, I'm gonna send you to detention with those cyber chimps uh, can we can we get out of this show yet uh jake live life passionately
1: love each other unconditionally
0: and play video games thanks everybody Class dismissed! Thanks for listening to the podcast... Uh, If you like the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. You know, every little bit helps. Hashtag propagate the pod.